Hey there, I'm so happy that you are here. Welcome to the Power of Why podcast. You are about to watch an interview with an unconventional woman in business. These are women that inspire me every single day by doing the work that they love, living out their why. So make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel for updates when new videos come out. And make sure to follow, connect with me on, on social so that you can be a part of the journey. See you later. Hi everyone, welcome to episode eight, part two of the Power of Why podcast. My name is Naomi Hailey, and today I am joined with Carolyn Hanna. Um, so if you missed part one, go back and watch it. And we talk about um, career strategy and building relationships. Um, in this part, we'll be discussing mentorship and why do we why do we even need to talk about mentorship? <laughs> you know what? It's everywhere. It is everywhere. I mean, mentorship yeah. is everywhere, both informally and formally, and it plays a huge role in our lives, whether we call it mentorship or not. Yes, that's it's, it's, it's key. Understanding uh, how to go about building those relationships so that you can get informal mentorship. We talked a bit about informal mentorship yeah. and how that's a really effective way to be mentored mm -hmm. um, through the, through your relationships again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And before we pressed record, we talked about different types of mentorship, whether that's you know peer to peer, so people who. Like for example, two students who can help each other through school, or you know, someone who's just starting off in their career, and someone who has over 20 years of experience, and how the dynamics are different, but at the end of the day, it is everywhere. And I think if you can surround yourself with people who um, allow you to grow, you're mm -hmm. you're winning. Yeah. So can yeah. you talk about how mentorship has been an important role for you in your life? Oh. Mentorship started, I mean, way back with my dad. I mean, you know, there's, there's always that parental mentorship that starts really when you're young, so I think that that's always been part of it. My profs, my, you know, all the people in my entire life that have touched me through education, through the jobs that I've had, some of my past bosses, my, you know, have been incredible mentors. Um, existing bosses are, are, are tremendous mentors as well, mm -hmm. so, um, so I think that it's, it's impacted me and it's helped me make career decisions that have been right for me, right? So it's impacted me in that way. Um, some of the best mentorship conversations I've had, though, have probably been over lunch with a friend or, um, you know, having a conversation with someone that's known you for a little while, yeah. who knows you quite well, mm -hmm. might have known you for 10 years, um, and having those kind of conversations um, where you're seeking out advice informally through a lunch, through a dinner, through, you know, you can get some phenomenal mentorship uh, those kind of places too. One of the trends, and you and I talked a bit about that shift of, um, you know, as you mentioned, the, the mentoring of peer-to-peer um, -peer mentoring. Yeah. And, and there's even, I know when, when we were involved together in the PMCP, the Professional Management Consulting Program, uh, and Telfer also talked with CMC and other mentors about reverse mentorship mm -hmm. and how mentorship isn't always necessarily with someone who's got a depth of experience, but it can also be mentorship with someone who has a different lens, a different view, yeah. a different perspective that might give you insight on making a different decision. And that's where I think the huge value of youth and um, university graduates and, and people who've got that lens that's so critical to understanding um, younger generations is an asset 
for an experienced individual like me who who um, needs to understand that generation a little bit better and needs to see you know technology that's a, you know of course that's an obvious one right it's yeah. like from a technology you bring so much um, but also from a lens perspective I love watching you like even the way that you're operating this and I'm learning from you like you know you're 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 videotaping this and you pause just before you give us a careful thought and you you position your strategy and then you let it flow creatively I mean that's, yeah. that's great I mean that's a, that's something I'm learning watching you um, and so there's there's all kinds of ways that um, contribute to mentorship and hopefully that I can continue to contribute to mentorship too over Absolutely. time. Right? Yeah and I think so Carolyn started up a program um, called the Professional Management Consulting Program and that was really to connect students who are interested in consulting, management consulting, with uh, professionals who are living it every yeah. day and part of the program which I think was so smart was Carolyn she provided an opportunity for us to reach out to mentors and people who we could learn from on our own. It wasn't, you know, yeah. uh, connecting us with specific people, and um, that was a great opportunity to learn and, you know, learn about what structured mentoring was. Um, so, can you talk a little bit about the dynamics of peer-to-peer -peer mentoring versus, um, you know, someone who's inexperienced in the workforce and their relationship? with someone who has, let's say, over 20 years of experience? And how can young people change their, their frame in saying, you know, I do have, I can provide value as well. I think we struggle with that. Mm. Thinking lack of experience means lack of knowledge, for example. So how can we switch and change our lens a bit? Mm. Uh, you know, younger generations, I think, have knowledge at their fingertips through, through Google. So you don't need to focus on knowledge. I think your experience and the way that you experience things and the way you see things is is, is absolutely key. Um, you think fast, you're fast thinkers. There's so many different ways that I can, I can think of that you can contribute to, to how we look at things. Um, you know, there's things, there's trends that, that uh, I remember hearing about this one and, and jump in. I'm not sure if, if, if this is something that's relevant or not, but um, I remember uh, hearing first about, you know, I'm a better you today than I was yesterday. Okay. So that's something that I've heard a lot of young people talk about. It's like, because you're constantly changing, constantly moving, constantly improving, and constantly looking at ways to be a better, better person. And, that in such a huge way uh, so things like that you know you're you're impacting your just by being who you are you don't have to be someone else to be a mentor that's I guess the point I'm trying to get to being yourself and letting yourself and having that confidence to just be that person to connect and, and have an impact more than you realize so get rid of the self-doubt monsters, whatever, right? The things I said, what are, who, who am I? I don't have anything to contribute. No one. And I have them too, even at my age, depending on the situation, I have them too. And so it's about getting those, cushion, you know, pushing those down or, or recognizing that uh, uh, surrounding yourself with people will think you're amazing, first of all, but also uh, making sure that you, you, check, you check in on what are you thinking exactly. 
work and I contribute and just jump in, jump in. It's like what we were talking about in the last podcast, jump yeah. in, just challenge your comfort zone, yeah. contribute anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, speak up. Okay. Very interesting. Is that connecting with what yes. you, where you were going? Because I think you, you were trying to go to mentorship, I guess, more from a mentorship side, and I'm just trying to say um, you have a lot to offer, and I think that you can mentor anyone, anyone from four-year-old to a 75-year-old. As a 75-year-old, you could mentor us. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like it's like this. And think of all the moms, too, who have looked at their children teaching them things. That's totally reverse mentorship, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Where a child it's figures something. Total, totally. Different perspective yeah. and different way of seeing things. And I think for, for the people who are entering, you know, new organizations or um, you know, going into school, a lot of the value is in asking why. Why is it that, you know, you're doing things a certain way? Yeah. And, um, you know, oftentimes you'll find the answer is it's, it's the way we've always been doing it. And until there's a little bit of challenge or there's a little bit more, um, you know, poking holes in, <laughs> in certain things that we question, um, yes. it's like, okay, that's an interesting pressure. Yeah. Let's see if we can change in that perspective. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the hidden job market. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a big job, but... Um, I know. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I think Carolyn is in it. Carolyn is, gets to see... I mean, she's working at the university, so she's quite engaged with the student body, quite engaged with professionals in the industry. So can you talk a little bit about uh, that networking piece that we touched on in the last part, but also, you know, what is the hidden job market, and how can we make sure that we're leveraging all of that and all of what that has to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it ends up, uh, at the risk of being redundant, it ends up being bad to relationship though. Because at the, at the end of the day, the hidden job market is those jobs that haven't been posted yet, right? It's those jobs that people aren't aware of yet. And, the, and ideally, in some cases, you could even have a job created for you if the person fits yeah. your a good enough fit. But the only way to discover that is by having conversations, having coffee chats, having uh, sessions, and, and having uh, information or informal information gathering sessions and meetings and that kind of thing. Um, and that taps into that hidden job market. Because then what happens is potentially someone that you have had a coffee with really liked you, thought that you were a very you know, strong personality or great personal skills, they, you were very likable, um, then they might say, hey, you know what? When someone else offers, says that they're looking for someone, all of a sudden your name comes up. You know, that's part of what could happen in the hidden job market. Because that's not a job that's posted necessarily and you haven't applied to the job. Now, you could still have to go through a formal application process, but it certainly gives you an opportunity to have an advantage when um, you've, got, you've had a conversation or you know the people that are, that are involved. Obviously, you have to do well in the interview and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. But but you're still you know having that connection, initial connection, and certainly guide you to feeling more comfortable during the interview too. Yeah. Right. And have you show up a little bit differently. So it's tapping into the market before the jobs are there, and then when the jobs are there, all of a sudden you've got you've got an edge, you've got an advantage. Mm-hmm. I think the, there are a few ties to mentorship in the hidden job market because oftentimes. Um, you know, if that relationship is peer-to-peer, yes, it's 
it happens by accident. I don't know what it is, but if there's an opportunity and you meet someone on chance or go for coffee, yes. and that connection just works. Yes. Um, so I think, yeah, building relationships, just meeting people, yes. um, and really listening to what their story is and what they're all about. Yeah. Oh, I do. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, we want, people want to help other people. Yeah. We do. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone comes up to you and asks for help, of course, most people are going to want to help in some way if they can. If they can. Yeah. Right? So, so right. it's really about making sure that you're in opportunities to do that. But it's, it's, it's also about giving, right? It's not just about taking. It's not just about going to, even the mentorship relationships, it's, it's, peer-to-peer -peer or anything else, uh, even when it's, it's in the professional world, team members that are mentoring each other, it's about helping each other out, yeah. right? So it's always give and take, yeah. always about give and take, mm -hmm. right? In terms of what you can give and what you can receive, but, you know, you want to be able to receive, obviously, well, but you also want to make sure that you are giving back. Providing value. Providing value and, uh, and doing that so that it continues. The mutual relation, the mutually beneficial relationship always continues. A long-lasting relationship is one that is mutually beneficial, right? Absolutely. Marriages that last a long time, they're mutually beneficial to each other, right? It applies to everybody. Right? Oh, interesting ones. Um, so, the last two questions are ones that I ask all my guests. The first one being, um, what are the resources that you really, whether they're books, podcasts, really listen to regarding um, career strategy, building relationships, mentorship? What are your go-to resources? My biggest go-to resource these days is LinkedIn. And it is because of some of the career, long-term career coaches that are out there. There's some great ones out in Vancouver that I follow. There's one in Toronto that runs a business psychology business that I follow as well, Craig Doughton. Um, so there's a, most of them are through that. And, and the resources that are staying uh, current um, and staying uh, on top of how everything's connected. And that's what I'm saying, so. um, yeah. So LinkedIn has evolved in the past year quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And there's great resources, podcasts too, right? That are on there. Um, and articles. Probably look at articles more than I do anything else. There's a lot more sharing happening on LinkedIn. A lot of video creation. I'll definitely be posting this podcast on on LinkedIn, yeah. and so many relationships that probably would never have occurred, you know, internationally. And so, yeah, great resource for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the last question is very fitting for the power of why. It's what what's your why, Carolyn? Like, what gets you up in the morning? What do you feel super passionate about? Mm -hmm. I feel like you've touched. We've 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 heard you talk about it. <laughs> Really? Maybe you could tell me. <laughs> What's my why? What do you think my why is? Yeah, before we, you know, <laughs> clicked record, she said, you know, my why is changing as we speak. <laughs> well, it's because it does. It changes depending on what you're focused on to some degree, right? But there's still, there always has to be a why. I think that's the key for yeah. me. I think um, the meaning, having meaning behind what you're doing is so crucial, right? Which is what your podcast is probably all about. Connecting to that meaning, and my meaning when I first came to the came to this role was probably one of giving back, right? I want to give back, um, but I also it's more than that. I want to really make a difference. It's 
sounds cliche. It sounds like, oh yeah, everybody wants to make a difference. But you know what? I really feel I'm in a fortunate position to be able to have an impact in a positive way uh, with, through my experience on the generations of tomorrow. Okay? And so, and because I really have faith in you and the next generations to make some sh do some shifting, create some, um, oh, you're already doing it. I'm in awe of all the projects and all the things that are going on towards the environment, towards peacekeeping, towards all the things that to me equate kindness in the world um, for our world and for each other. And so to me, that's my why. And this puts me right in the middle of my why because I can do this, not myself, but through you know making sure that you all have what you need through experiences, through connections, through whatever, to, uh, to be in a strong position to have some positive impact on that. So that's kind of my why. That is your why. Did you say, you think did you think that before I, I said it too? Yeah, yeah. And I think what I really admire about about you is that you figured out what that is and although it's evolving and although you're changing, you've aligned yourself so that you're able to use that why to drive you and make a change, right? And make a difference. Yes. yes. And um, you know, I mentioned it when I was in, in the intro. But Carolyn has impacted a lot of people through the PMCP program, through you know the Telford Career Center, and keep just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're impacting you. too. You're impacting by doing this podcast and giving back in this way, because it's allowing different people to get the voices out there. So, yeah. thank you. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Okay. I hope you enjoy episode eight with Carolyn Hanna. Stay tuned, and we'll I'll keep delivering episodes with. Um, with strong females who are doing some amazing things, doing different things in their community. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Power of Why podcast. It is such a pleasure to bring forward women who are absolutely killing it in their industry. If anything resonated with you in this episode, make sure to put it in the comments or even reach out to me directly. So if you know any women or if you are a woman who um, is doing incredible things in your community, send me a message, I'd love to chat.